This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. So we're in the dog days of summer right now, here in August, and there's not much going on with the stock market, to be honest, and we're all waiting for this disaster aid package to come from Congress. Now, that deal may not happen until after Labor Day now, as the rank-and-file congressmen have basically all left D.C. already for their home districts, because this is technically the August recess that they have every year, and it lasts until after Labor Day. So they come back at the beginning of September. Now, some of the leadership is still there because they're supposed to be negotiating the package, but um, everybody else who's going to vote on some kind of package has left town. Obviously, they could fly back or drive back and get there if they need to, but they've all left. So we're getting no aid package for right now. Nothing else is really going on with the negotiations, and we are just in the dog days of summer, August, with even uh, difficulties in travel. Everybody is still seemingly on vacations right now, so a lot of traders and whatnot. So not much is going on, and you know, stocks are still expensive on a PE basis. So the S&P 500 now is trading with an average forward PE that's looking forward of 26. And that's that's pretty high. That's sky high. That would be like 2000 uh, during the dot-com boom level highs there. And that's because the earnings are down, you know, over 30% for the second quarter, expected to be down 24% for the third quarter, and then about 13% for the fourth quarter. And so the E, the earnings is lower, but the P, as the stock prices have all rallied, are near all-time highs for many stocks. So you have the high P, the lower E's, but that's going to push up the PE level, which it is. So why not look at the sales right now of the companies? Who has sales that I can buy cheaply? Remember, value investors look for a price-to-sales ratio, that's P slash S, of under one. And a price-to-sales ratio under one means you're paying less for the company's sales. So, for example, a price-to-sales of 0.5 means I'm paying 50 cents for every dollar of sales that company is generating. Well, that's a deal, right? <laughs> I'm getting them on discount. So I'm liking that. Um, so anything under one, 0 0.7, 0 0.5, anything under that means I'm paying less for those sales for whatever reason. And sometimes there are reasons, but I'm paying less. So the sales are essentially on sale. And I like that. So I decided to screen for the price to sales under one. And then I threw in the Zach's ranks of ones or twos, which are our strong buys and buys. Now there's a little over 800 of those when you run a screen with just those two ranks together at any given time. So I know that there's gonna be quite a bit to choose from, but I want that because I'm still asking for the cheapness on the price to sales under one. So I run the screen and I was surprised. I can't believe what it gave me, 241 matches. Wow, <laughs> didn't expect that. I thought there wouldn't be that much on sale with that low price to sales ratio where I'm buying the sales for less than you know what they are essentially. So that's too many stocks. I'm not looking at a list with 241 matches. So I went back into the screen and I added the price to book 
because why not? That's another valuation. I really didn't want to use PE, so I I'll just use the price to book. Now in price to book, I usually look for ratios under three. Some look for ratios under two for even a cheaper price to book ratio, but under three will also get you some value. So even running that, it still gave me 186 matches. So again, I'm surprised. I thought I would narrow it down at least by half, but no. So again, I didn't want to use PE here because of how messed up the earnings are right now, but I did add a form of PE by adding the PEG. So the PEG ratio is one that'll give you PE plus the growth. So it should be lower PEs, but it's companies that are still growing, the E, the earnings side. So a PEG ratio under one is usually used by value investors to find growth. It works similarly to sales. Anything under one means you're paying less for those earnings essentially than what they actually are worth. And when I added the PEG ratio on, I really got it down. So finally, something that's working. So I only had 19 stocks once I added PEG. But still, I technically, at the end of all that screening, I screened from price to sales under one with the Zacks rank of number one strong buy or number two buy, plus the price to book under three, and then a peg under one, and then I finally got 19 stocks. So that's encouraging, though, because that means there's a lot of value stocks out there right now based on these classical valuations, but not using PE, technically, um, that... I was surprised. I didn't think there would be that much value with stocks trading near all-time highs right here. But we are coming out of earnings season right now. So the Zacks rank is uh, working real well on finding stocks that are having earnings estimates on the rise. And then apparently there's enough cheap ones to match with the screen. So what is in here? Um, there were some foreign stocks, and then there's some stocks I've talked about in the past, but there were some newer names, too, I was kind of surprised about. Uh, I'm going to pick out five of them, and we'll see kind of where we stand and why these are cheap and what's happening. But they're not all like, you know, the down-in-the-dump stocks here, which is also surprising because they still have value, even though a couple of them have had big, big rallies. So we're going to head, head off, start off with the home builder. There was only one on the screen out of the 19 stocks. It is the one I discussed on the podcast last week, Meritage Homes, Meritage. I like the French pronunciation, as I said last week. So I'm gonna keep calling it that. MTH is the ticker. And I do have a clarification for last week, so I'm glad it showed up on the screen again. I confused this one because I've been following a lot of the home builders and there's another M1, MDC Holdings. And they are the one that are paying the highest dividend yield, almost 3%, I believe it is. Meritage doesn't have any dividends. So I said that last week was wrong. Meritage does not have the industry leading dividend. That is MDC Holdings. So don't confuse the two. This one is Meritage. Price to sales is still under one here at 0.95, even though the shares have rallied. They've come down a little bit off the highs. Some of the home builders have kind of taken a little bit of a breather here because uh, most of their reports are in, people are focusing on other areas now, they've had a nice run, especially off those March lows, but still a lot of value and the estimates are going in the right direction. 
with the home builders with these record mortgage rates right now. So Meritage Homes is the only one on this list, MTH. Then number two is graphic packaging, GPK. I own this in the value investor here at Zacks. We bought it a while ago. The stock hasn't really done anything, so it remains cheap. Now what they do is packaging and they're an essential business. They remained open during the, the shutdown because they're making you know, uh, packaging for food and other industries that has to go out. And they've seen big increase in business right now because everybody's eating at home. They're buying a lot more packaged food at the grocery store, plus other things are being delivered to their houses, other types of packaging. We don't really think about, you know, what things arrive at in our home, but graphic packaging is involved in all that. So their price to sales ratio right now is just 0.65. They are paying a dividend and that yield is 2%. So I like graphic packaging still, even though the shares really haven't done much, but they're like a hidden gem uh, value stock right here. Market cap is 4 billion. So not a small cap, like a mid cap company here, but um, everybody's ignoring the packaging guys right now. Okay, switching over to stock number three is Owens and Miner. OMI is the ticker. Their price to sales ratio is almost zero. It's at 0.1. That's crazy. Um, they do pay a dividend, it looks like, with just one cent. I'm not sure what that's about. You're not buying it for the dividend then, obviously, if it's only a penny. They're only a billion market cap, though. And these shares, super hot, up 209% year to date. So what do they do? Well, medical protective equipment. So you can see if you're in the PPP, you're doing pretty good right now. Um, so these shares have had quite a run, still very cheap, but you have to ask how much more is left in the tank and all of that with some of these stocks, but still dirt cheap by a price to sales ratio. You're getting, you're getting the sales almost for free here, <laughs> technically, with a price to sales ratio of 0.1, almost, almost free. Okay, moving on to number four. This is a company I'd never heard of before. Superior group of companies is what they're called, but some of the websites were showing them still being called Superior Uniform. It looks like they changed their name to reflect that they're more than just uniforms, but ticker is SGC. They're uniforms, they have custom branding, and then they have this other division called the Office Gurus that help offices that that could be busy right now um, because net sales were up 73% in the second quarter. They are paying a dividend and because cash flow was so strong, they paid out a 10 cent special dividend. Who's doing that during a pandemic? Hey, let's pay a special to our shareholders during the pandemic. Good for them. That's amazing. Um, business is hot. So they're rewarding the shareholders. Year to date, these shares are up 62% but still have a price to sales ratio of 0.7. Again, that's pretty cheap. Dividend is yielding 1.9% here. That's not including the special, obviously. That's just the regular dividend is 1.9. They're a small cap, 336 million, so that's probably why nobody's heard of them. They just are celebrating their 100th year anniversary, however, this year, 1920, they were founded originally I like these old companies that have been around a long time that says something, um, especially if sales are still this hot 100 years later. So check them out, Superior Group of Companies, SGC. 
And then we're going to finish up with a well-known name. Kind of surprised they made the list. I haven't thought about them in a while, but they are killing it right now. Whirlpool, WHR is the ticker. And yeah, they're back to being cheap. Price to sales ratio of just 0.6. They're Zach's number one now after that good earnings report. And they said they saw a significant recovery globally in business in June as everything reopened. And obviously, if houses are selling, so are appliances. We all um, need the appliances when we buy the new house. So if we're having record ho new home sales, we're going to get strong appliance sales, at least here in the U.S. But Whirlpool doing real well. Um, year to date, these shares are up 20% and are now at new highs dividend and it looks like they're paying it i had to go into check because you never know these days even if it says so on zacks or on yahoo finance i always try to check because a lot of times that data is just like older and on there and they don't know that it's been suspended they haven't updated it but this one it looks like they are paying it they paid it back in april um, so I'm assuming it's still good to go, yielding 2.7% right here. So Whirlpool, again, is Zach's number one rank once again. So these are some hot stocks, and they're still values. So that's kind of uh, goes against the grain, right? I've been talking about this a lot this year, that not all value is you know down in the dumps. The big... Uh, talking heads on TV and on stock twits and stuff like to say that the value stocks are all these like the airlines and the cruise ships and all that. And I just did a podcast on those for the Zach's market edge, but true value of, you know, low price to sales ratio, a low peg, this great Zach's ranks of ones or twos with rising earnings estimates, all of that, these great value stocks aren't aren't in those recovery stocks. Those those are not what true value stocks are. These stocks are. And let's recap what what these are again. If you want to go take a look, uh, Meritage is the only home builder that is making this list. But all the home builders are pretty cheap here if you look across the group. So if you just don't like Meritage or you want a dividend or something else. Um, Take a look at the whole group because a lot of them uh, have things going on. They all have similar good success stories right here. And I think the last I looked this week, there were nine, nine home builders that were Zach's number one ranks strong buys. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a while. So uh, go check out the whole group over there. Go to Zach's.com. Uh, the second stock is uh, graphics packaging, graphic packaging, GPK is the ticker. Then we had Owens and Minor, OMI, that's the PPP guys. Then this superior group of companies celebrating 100 years in business, SGC, still killing it. And then we're finishing up with Whirlpool, who's also been around a long time. WHR is the ticker. As always, I'm going to be bringing you value stocks all week. I really didn't know what value stocks I'd be talking about this week because it, uh, it's the dog days. I was like, meh, what's going on with value? but found some hidden gems here in the dog days of summer. So you don't know what I'm going to find next week and neither do I. That's why it's so fun, but you want to subscribe to make sure you get every episode. So you get all the stock ideas from the value side and we are on Spotify. I know a lot of you are over there. We are on Apple podcasts, a whole bunch of other platforms, including SoundCloud, but you got to look under the Zach's market edge to get two for one shows. 
You can also get Zach's Market Edge as a standalone on Spotify and Apple Podcasts too. Get all of our podcasts, the ETF Spotlight, all of them. They are coming at you every week here from Zach's.com, from Chicago. So uh, just get everything and we're bringing you as many stock picks as we can during this uh, interesting stock year. And as always, I will be back again next week with some more value stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identify described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.